Thank you for visiting 32 Kings Road, hosted by the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. This is episode 14 of our 32 Kings Road vodcast, and on the show today, we are going to all become NFL doctors. <laughs> And prescribe some cures. Not good doctors, though, right? <laughs> well, no, not just like doctors. any hospital. <laughs> just like any hospital, there are good doctors <laughs> and there are bad and doctors. And there is us. <laughs> we'll discuss the good doctors. <laughs> but um, we're going to prescribe some cures for a few teams that we know for sure are done. <laughs> uh, this year, there's no hope for them. We're also going to talk about a couple of big games here in week 11 of our NFL season, make some fantasy recommendations, and cover some football 101. But uh, let's get the show started. Uh, Ambassador Devin, welcome back. I am back. He was on a on a vacation to watch the, the Ravens beat the Browns. Yes, and uh, <laughs> since I left, we got two of them things last time I was here, so... <clears throat> So, um, what'd you, what'd you sipping on? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be mad. So, um, I'm sipping on the fact that, uh, Ambassador Kenyon is trying to slow up my swag. And what I mean by that is, as I've stated on several occasions this, uh, this season on this show, that, um, my fantasy team is fucking awful. (laughs) And I was trying to go over. Without like tanking, like really trying, like I uh, set my team. If I lost, I lost. This I've been funny. declining all y'all trades because I'm not gonna make none of y'all better because I'm not making the playoffs. Did you decline my trade? No, I just ignored the shit out of it. <laughs> I sent him a text today. And was yeah. like, I wash your car. <laughs> <laughs> so that all came to an end because Kenny Ken Ken, yes, allowed me to crack the win streak, and it wasn't. I mean, the losing streak it wasn't even close. So I'm one and nine now. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> Fucked up the whole year. <laughs> I was trying to be the Browns. Les, what you sipping on? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good, Devin. <laughs> I'm I'm sipping on Von Miller. Mm. Oh. Goes oh. ahead oh. and oh. wins the Super Bowl. Yes, Super Bowl MVP. Thank yeah. the pitcher, Les. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in line for a hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Goes to Cancun. Sound like a good time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancun, Cancun. Finds a, a, a little cutie pie. Very cute. Mm-hmm. We've we all seen the pictures. We've all gone to IG, seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, takes her back to the room. Smashes. Mm-hmm. While she is uh, videotaping. We need a whiteboard smash. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what, about, what about smash bang? Smash bang fusion. Smash bang fusion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's her videotape the whole session. Well, that's that's the worst part. Yeah, exactly. Let her videotape it, and then when it's all over, he's back in Denver, wherever he was hanging out at, signing that hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. He turns around and he's like, um, "Please don't, please don't release that. You won't release that. Please, please, please." <laughs> now she's coming back two point five million. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 2.5 million for her not to release it that's the funny part because her response to him saying please uh, delete that video was okay gotcha exactly yeah. <laughs> but th- let's not forget that they, she tried to take it to TMZ and they yeah. were like nah, nah we can't do it <laughs> that that no because because the lawsuits yeah, yeah. Th- that, that game is gone yeah. oh, everybody trying to be Kim K <laughs> <laughs> 
the train. The train. She didn't want to be Kim K. She wanted that two point five million. <laughs> she, that was the second last resort when when he refused to pay for it. <laughs> Kevin, what you sipping on, brother? What's up, fellas? Um, as we all know, we uh, we may not have gotten the uh, concession speech that that we wanted from the runner up of America's presidential election. Uh, we definitely got the concession speech we wanted to hear from the runner up of. Dallas Cowboys, American team's backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that is Mr. Tony Romo, who uh, came out earlier this week in a pretty interesting press conference to you know, announce that he fully supports the, the team going forward with Dak. And he kind of opened up to us in a way that, you know, first off, throughout like the, the offseason, early this season, you know, me, Omar, other guys, it, it talked about, um, you know, how Dak needed to play. But now hearing Romo come out and talk about how hard that's been for him, it was really like humanizing, man. I, I really felt bad for the dude. And then I realized that, oh, those Cowboys play my Ravens on Sunday, so. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin. Uh, uh, yeah. one of, uh, I felt the same way. Like, at first I was sad. It was not sad, but sad for him because it was such a weird thing. It was gracious. But the, now that I think about it, because at... Um, Adam Schefter had a point it was like well the Cowboys owner and the Cowboys coach didn't come out and say Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback mm-hmm. it was the backup quarterback who said it but yeah. the reason why that happened was because they did that for Tony Romo not for Dak Prescott they they wanted because if they come out and say it and then Dak, and then Tony Romo has the, the, the press conference then now it's questions to, to mm-hmm. Tony Romo so they let Tony Romo control the narrative, and now he looks like the bigger person. It's they actually did it out of respect. They did it out of respect for Tony Romo, and mm. it took me a second to realize it because at first it was like, "Damn, this is sad." <laughs> like he, this, this he looks like somebody stole his football and went home. <laughs> until until you realize it was a chess move, and he yes uh, he is. He actually is Dennis Quaid's character from Any Given Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Now Jerry Jones, he that was he, he handled it well. The yeah. whole the whole situation. America's team has actually created a template for America. Hmm. <laughs> mm. And on that note, make the Cowboys great again. I didn't. <laughs> oh. I do. Oh, wow. Wow. Too I soon. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't do it. Never too soon. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do any teasers last week for that reason. But uh, well, let's get back on it. We're 16 and five. Everybody, get your pins ready. We've got Arizona against Minnesota. Uh, the line is a pick'em line, so we want to tease that line. To seven in favor of Minnesota, and I want you to take Arizona definitely because they're going to win that game. But you know they got you're going to give them seven points on top of it. Uh, then we've got Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Now we've given Cleveland a break the last few weeks, but <laughs> it's time to circle the wagons and get back on it. No, we haven't. Oh well, I have. <laughs> you, you said until further notice. Bet, <laughs> bet against Cleveland <laughs> three episodes ago. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't called him out. Okay. It's time to call him back I, out. I thought that was moving forward. We just knew that. that was a given. That was the fourth team. That was the fourth. <laughs> that was the bonus. <laughs> so we got Cleveland against Pittsburgh. Uh, the line I think is eight and a half or whatever. I think eight. Doesn't tease the, it doesn't matter. Tease it. Tease it down seven for Pittsburgh to win by two. And then finally, um, and we'll talk about this game a little bit later. But Seattle, Philadelphia. 
Uh, the line is 43 and a half. Tease that up to 51 and take the under. Definitely going to be a defensive struggle. So we got Arizona, Minnesota. Tease it for Arizona to lose by seven. Pittsburgh to win by one. And then Seattle, Philadelphia, the total uh, tease the under 51. Those are the Kenyon teasers. Put $100 down and thank the league ambassadors. And finally, Red O, what you sipping on, brother? Well, I was going to be sipping on Romo. <laughs> but, but we let the baby have his way. <laughs> hey, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> so I'll sip on, you know, we talk about football all the time. I mean, you know, I'm a fight fan, so I'm going to sip on this this possible fight of the year fight. Well, if, if it lives up to what we want it to be, mm. it could be fight of the year between the crusher, Mr. Eastern Block, Mr. I killed a man in the ring before. <laughs> right. Real talk. Sergey Kovalev. <laughs> True story. And Mr. Oakland, Mr. Uh, Mr. The Bay, Mr. Son of God himself, Andre Ward. And you folks in the UK know him as the Car Frotch Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> That's, y'all y'all remember the Super 6. Right. Because <laughs> nobody gave him a chance in the Super 6 and it made him a superstar. And he wiped it out. Everybody. He had his he had other people talking about, nah, I'm sick. I can't fight. Yeah. Should be a great fight this weekend. It should weekend. be an awesome fight. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very interested because it's it's the classic boxer brawler versus the, the tactician. Um, Ward is somebody that can mix it up, do multi- multiple things. And that's the thing about Ward. Yeah. He can box. He can box. He can brawl. He can do it all. He's one of the few fighters. That's how you be like one of the few fight. Most fighters are great at one thing. Like you know, he is great at. He's very good at doing everything. Yeah. So it's hard to beat him. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it because I think if you look at Ward, he's a younger version of B Hop, and the way mm. Kovalev beat on the alien a couple years ago, even when though he, he was, was even he though was he was seventy eight nine years he was, old, he's still been putting hands on people. Matter of fact, I believe he fights. In December, at, at I think it's his last oh, fight. He does. Yeah. It Jesus. will be his last fight. I don't even know he's fighting, but it's at the <laughs> forum. And yeah, it's his last fight. And, but you know what? That, uh, again, that's fine because it's Kovalev was the first person to whip his ass mm-hmm. ever, ever. The doctor didn't even do that on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's amazing for for Hop. But yeah. back to this fight. This fight to me is the eliminator. So we down to the two best fighters in the world to go to go at pound for pound between GGG and whoever wins this fight is the pound for pound. Mm. Agree. Well, agree. As a, as a as a casual as a casual boxing fan or someone who you know for the, the social event, what reason would each one of y'all give like to hey stop what you're doing and, and tune in for this? I would say because in boxing it is rare, especially in recent history it's rare that let's just talk about a a specific division that you have the top two fighters going head up against each other i would say that's number one um number two uh one of those fighters i mean both of those fighters in their own way are heralded and respected but one of those fighters is is an is has been undefeated for going on 20 years and that's andre ward going back to his amateur career uh, he's a U.S. gold medalist, which, by the way, he won the gold medal at the light heavyweight division, which is the division that he's fighting at and now. Then, and then went back, back down. And then went right. back down. But 
Um, but he he hasn't lost in a while. And, and in a lot of ways, Andre Ward is like Floyd Mayweather. He hasn't necessarily been on the conscience of everyone because, one, he's not the self-promoting he's type. He's a man of God, too. He is a... He is no, a, he took two years <laughs> off in the prime of his yeah, year. Yeah, I was giving him the strength of that. Because that's what happened. He's had, he's that's had, business. He, he's had, he's, <laughs> right. he, he definitely has had some... He's Well, one, he's had some injuries even before the business. He's had some injuries, and then he was caught in a dispute with a promoter where he actually sat out for two years. But if he had been active... Within the, that two year period, he'd be top of mind. He'd be top of mind, and he'd be on the same. And he would have been GGG, yeah. and we wouldn't even be talking. And about the other guy yeah. is a straight murderer. Yeah, and the other guy, <laughs> the other guy's a murderer. Literally, <laughs> the Eastern <laughs> Bloc has circled the wagons, and they've got a few guys, three, three, three in particular that are that are heavy hitters and heavy players in the boxing game. So, and the actual pound for pound probably. Is Lomachenko right? Mm-hmm. We, that's yeah. another story. We'll so talk it's about a good, that later. it's a it's a good fight, good storyline, and then I would say the third thing is Mr. John David Jackson, the <laughs> trainers. Mm. So we got John <laughs> David Jackson. We, we gotta got, talk about the trainers. <laughs> we got two. <laughs> Kevin, I'm, I'm gonna speak your language. We got two Negro trainers. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, one is more Negro than the other. Yeah, well, <laughs> one is more Negro than the but other. Neither Virgin, one of them are darker than you. Virgin um, Hill, <laughs> Andre Ward's trainer does not talk above a whisper. That's how gangster he is. Yeah, he don't raise his voice because he don't have to. He yeah, talked I'm about sure. snatching people's ponytails. He'll rub your chest, though, and make you feel good. <laughs> but the guys, John David Jackson is someone, he's very familiar, intimately familiar with Andre Ward because he comes out of the school of Bernard Hopkins, Nassim Muhammad. So there's a history there in terms of the backstory between the trainers. And so okay. it, sh- it should be a really good fight. I'm sad that the undercard is trash. <laughs> But oh that's a whole God. nother show. That's, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> yes. about why undercards suck in boxing. Another reason why that this fight should be good is Kovalev is a pressure fighter, which means he, he will come forward. Usually when you have pressure fighters, most of the time it'll be a fight where there's at least some action. Andre Ward can be a pressure fighter. He can be a boxer where he's not pressuring you, he can do it all. So whatever it takes to be Kovalev is what he's going to do. Uh, the problem with Kovalev is that man has that. It's very few people in boxing. The 50-point shot is what he has. Yes. For real. <laughs> one hit a quitter. one yeah. punch power, which means if he lands the perfect punch, it's over no matter who you are. Got to go. He hey, actually uh- killed a man in the ring. Hey, Andre Ward was in Creed, right? Yep. Yeah, he was. That's why you know him. There you go. He took that Mustang. There you go. Hey, so do, does everybody have Ward in a decision? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I. Yeah. Okay. Kenyon, what you got? I was fifty-fifty. I was on Cove sixty forty a couple months ago, but then after that last fight. I do. I saw. I saw an interview that that brought it home for me. Now I was talking to Omar about it earlier, but um. He so just this week, you know, it's it's fight week, and so um, <laughs> they had talked to they were talking to Ward, and they said, "Hey, Kovalev said that, you know, the reason why, and and to put it in context, this is why Omar said he's from Oakland, and for those of you that don't know where Oakland is, Oakland is one of the one of the hood spots in in in, <laughs> in, the, in, in the California in the United States. E forty, Marshawn Lynch, the Bay. if that rings a bell. But anyway, um, they said, you know, Kovalev said that. You know, you're one of you. The reason why you haven't really escalated or, or been elevated or considered one of the pound for pound fighters because your style is boring. Okay, so this was Andre Ward's response. First thing Andre Ward said is he goes, "Okay, so what's his excuse?" That was number one, right? <laughs> so everybody kind of laughed, and then he was like, "But nah." He was like, 
he can just see me Saturday. (laughs) And then I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) One, shut up. (laughs) Two, I'm going to shut you up. I'm going to shut you up. (laughs) So, yeah, should be a really good fight. Um, Let's get into the show today. And so, as I said in in, in the intro, uh, you know, we got about eight teams that we want to look at and identify we know that they're done. They're not going to make the playoffs. But what we want to do, because it is the holiday season, Thanksgiving <laughs> season, we want to we want to show our thankfulness to the NFL Aww. by by <laughs> saying, "Hey, eight teams: uh, the Bears, the Jets, the Browns, the 49ers, the Bills, the Jaguars, the Rams, and the Chargers. We know you suck, but the league ambassadors are going to give you a prescription to make it all better for the next season." And so the first team that we wanted to to go into is the Chicago is Omar's <laughs> Chicago Bears. We're gonna have Kevin question be, because we don't want to. Why'd you start with the Bears though? Like, it just it's is just it alphabetical order. I'm going down the. You know what? Thank you, Devin. Right. Yeah, the it's, next team is the Jets, and then he goes back to the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> alphabetical order because it has nothing to do with it. Uh, and, and here's why we say the Bears are out of it. The Bears are out of it because only one team is going to make the playoffs from their division, and that's the division winner. They have two wins. Uh, they're already three games back, um, and their quarterback sucks. And they're also they don't have a road win yet, so they have a very clear defined weakness. Probably have several. But Kevin, <laughs> we're going to call you out, and we're going to we're we're going to ask you how can the Bears? What do the Bears need to do? Considering you know we're talking about salary cap, we're talking about draft picks, we're talking about free agency. What can the Bears do to turn it around for next season? This ought to be fun. <laughs> hey, before I start, I just want to ask Omar, did you have a nice day at work? Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. Okay, let, let's get into it then. All right, so. I, I look at it like this. I the- <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm, I got my GM hat on. Let me rock. Let me rock. Okay, you got it. Uh, my, uh, I, I've had the pleasure of watching uh, the great Ozzie Newsome, um, you know, work for, for for years over years over years and, and build a great franchise. So my approach is every team going Trent into the Richardson. offseason. The- <laughs> hey, he's he's gone. He's gone. Uh, my, my approach is that, you know, your goal is to win your division. You have to build your team to compete. And uh, for, for Chicago, they're in the NFC North where, where winter is, of course, coming. And um, it, it starts and ends at the quarterback position. They need a quality, durable quarterback to lead their team, which means that the Jay Cutler experiment is over. Okay. Um, I'd, the jig is up, man. I mean... <laughs> And did anyone watch Tampa, the, the game against Tampa Bay last week? That dude single-handedly gave the game away. Okay, so Kevin, let me ask you. We've got, we know Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent. Uh, I'm going to throw this name out there just because Ryan Fitzpatrick will also be a free agent. Um, yeah. And then we look at the fact that most likely, you know, even though Jerry Jones was selling wolf tickets and said that there's a situation <laughs> next year where both he and Dak Prescott, Romo and Dak Prescott could coexist, we all know better. He's just trying to drive up the value. Romo yeah. will potentially be out there. Who are you looking at? Who have you ID'd as, a, as an ideal quarterback for that franchise? Or is it in the draft? Is the answer in the draft? Because they will have a oh. high pick. Yeah, my, my first thought was, you know, Romo would be the first pick for, for most Bear fans. But if you go off of, you know, like I just said, a quality, durable quarterback playing in that division, I don't think I don't think Romo helps them, especially him playing in, in Lambeau Field in December. I, that's that's not the guy I want to lead my franchise. 
I also don't think there's anybody out there in free agency, and that's just that's just my personal opinion. I think they got to start from scratch and and, and go the, the draft route. Okay. Um, they they will have a very high pick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come next spring. Uh, so for me, I, I think it, it it starts there, and um, and you got to put weapons around him. I mean, we the, you draft Kevin White, who was hurt all last year, played what four games this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got Alshon Jeffrey, who <laughs> we'll, in the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there in the show. <laughs> I, I got to get a, a quality young quarterback and get some talent around him, and with about forty to fit. Forty to fifty million dollars they should have um, come next year. I, I think they'll have a chance to do that. Can I speak now, Omar? Go ahead. Part of the, <laughs> part of the problem is forty to fifty million dollars is nothing for next year. First of all, the cap is going up, and there are teams who are going to have a lot of money next year. So our cap is going to be super small, and I say our because I've been suffering a long time, so I can say our. Actually, yeah, your your cap. Well, in in terms of and when you consider adjustments and with the cap going up, it's not forty to fifty. That would actually be a good amount of money. You guys are actually at about nine million dollars right now. Yeah. So, either way, well, if we renounce some players, if we trade Cutler, <laughs> if we cut Cutler, you know what I mean. There's renounce. things we can do. Um, but here's the problem. Mm-hmm. John Fox is going to be the problem this year. And when I say John Fox, I mean this is a man whose father was in the armed forces. He coaches this way. He doesn't know how to give up. At this point, it's let's get a good draft pick. Let's get a high draft pick. He's gonna he sees, oh, we're only three games back. We can fix Cutler. Let's coach our way out of this. Because our defense is getting better and better. We're getting healthier and healthier. We had a lot of injuries. We're gonna win enough games where we're not going to get the draft pick we need to get that player. Just leave Jay out there. Well, I, I kind of came <laughs> – I, I hit that crossroad, too, and I was thinking about coaches. Like, does, does John Fox stay? No, he stays. Um, he stays because John Fox can coach. It's not that John Fox can't coach. It's Cutler. Get rid of Cutler. And we had injuries this year. Injury bug happened. I mean, John Fox didn't draft Kevin White. So what, John Fox didn't get our whole – defensive line hurt not the whole the interior of the defensive line we lost a lot of man hours so when you kevin when you when you came to that crossroads what what did you what did you net out at i completely understand what omar saying i mean that knock has been on john fox you know the the last few years um but i, I ultimately i think he stays i also think the oc um uh dow dow Lagans, I, dow I think Loggins. I, I think he should stay because, and like Omar said, it's. I think it's because of Cutler. Because last year he helped coach Cutler to his best statistical season in Chicago, and then he's still there. Year. Not much has changed other than Cutler deciding that football isn't his thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he stays. But now, now trust me, I didn't say that with forty to fifty mil they were going to fix all their problems. I didn't say it was a good solution. You asked me to be a doctor. I'm thinking the Bill Cosby route. Drop it. <laughs> See how. See how the night goes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, it's Omar's Bears, man. I, I think they're in trouble. I think they're in trouble. There's no thinking. <laughs> There's no thinking. I took my headphones off because I don't even want to hear what you got to say anymore. Because it's like, 
depressing. Well, if the Bears are bad, then the, the next team on our list, and, and we'll just kind of all chime in here, is, is the Jets. The Jets are worse. In terms of money, first of all, they are projected to have negative $250,000 oh, in cap Christ. space. Okay? Uh, and to be clear, the reason why the Jets are on our list of teams that are done is because they're 3-7. They're and seven, They're four games behind the Pats. Um, they're terrible defensively because one of their main centerpieces <laughs> got old fast. He didn't fast. tell them. And... It looks as if they are going to start over at quarterback because they're the Bryce. Pe- they need to figure out. You know, they they they've been going on the Ryan Fitzpatrick train. That train is is stopped, uh, derailed. Yeah, actually, I was about to say derailed. <laughs> um, and so they got to figure out between Bryce Petty and Christian Hash- Hackenberg. Do they have a quarterback in house? They are with even, the Bears in the Tony Romo sweepstakes. You're not even talking about Mr. Jaw. <laughs> no, because that not. that derailed a long time ago. <laughs> And so, you know, and so the the question is, how do you... Yeah, G, he's gone, by the way. Yeah. Geno Smith is a free agent. <laughs> Fitz oh, is a free Mr. agent. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> Mr. Jaw? Yeah, Mr. Jaw. Yeah. He talked too much, and then he, he caught one. Yeah. Um, Antonio Allen is a free agent. So my, my question to you guys is, is how, how do the Jets... How do they fix their situation? Less. That's rough. I mean... Revis has to go or get his contract renegotiated. I'm pretty that, sure. That, 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 that's I first agree with off. that. Yeah. And you that should help. Because they need some money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That should help. I need some money, money, baby. <laughs> uh, you got to cut him then. Like, yeah. that's too much. Yeah. Do you, do you cut him or do you? I, I mean, he, can you even sign your draft picks with that? They, they, yeah, you can sign. They will. They'll be over to. That's what I'm saying. So they're going to have to. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a cut, though. I don't think they. I don't think. To your question, Omar, I think they just restructure his contract For and safety. move him to safety and hope that that works out. <laughs> They'll get some money back that way, um, but they'll yeah they'll be able to get their picks. But here's my thing though: he doesn't even warrant that the way he's playing. <laughs> but like, the problem the way is, he's if you playing cut him, is if you cut him, it's dead money. Oh, right, it's well, dead, money. Right, dead right. money. You know, you renegotiate. So you almost you can, have to do exactly. That. Yeah. Um, after that, you would kind of have to. I mean, hopefully they play petty or petty. <laughs> so you're you're, hope, you're hoping that one that they have their future quarterback yeah. on the roster. Yeah. I'm hoping they, they almost have, have to because they don't have enough. But weren't they trying to trade um, Sheldon? Sheldon to? Richardson. Yeah. So that's yeah. so th- that's more money that they clear up. When I look, when I looked at it, that's what I saw. Is I saw that they they could Fire trade. Sale. They could trade. Well, not a, not quite, but they could trade Sheldon Richardson. Um, I think you think about your two receivers, Marshall or Decker, letting one of them go. This is to create money. Yeah. Um, you hope that you hit on a, on a quarterback, but I think. The biggest thing is, is I think I think Bunny Colvin, Mr. Todd Bowles, I think he has to adjust his defensive scheme. But does does Amsterdam stay another year? He does. I, yeah, he gets one more year. I mean, no he, one saw no one saw Revis Island get right. shut. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you fault him for not making the change, thinking that okay, it was okay? So yeah. Why didn't you see that Revis Island was done? Well, they, because they because had to he, be practicing. He had to be practicing yeah, against Brandon Marshall. I'll tell you why. Because he because he. He, was, he, run, he spent routes. a lot of time. No, not only that, but he also spent a lot of time. He wasn't healthy through the entire right. offseason because he had wrist surgery. And so he came back right when camp started. So it didn't. you so, didn't really see so it until Amsterdam the game started. Has an excuse, like so like I said, it was like, oh, all right, uh, Reeves over here. We, we, we don't have to worry about it. We good, right? Yeah. Right. Cause that's the basis of their whole defense. It's yeah. blitz. It's a blitz-heavy scheme yeah. where you're ho- where you're hoping that your corners can cover in man. Because they are good run-blocking defense. Yeah. they are. They just can't. <laughs> yeah. they thought they were a good pass. So uh, I think they've got defense too. I think the biggest thing is that they have to adjust their defensive scheme 
and then hope that Petty or Hackenberg mm. pans out, and then and then to. and then make yeah. some and then make some money. Well, they're gonna have elsewhere. a high draft pick. Yeah, but I mean, Kaiser, they have to. I mean, they have to do some willing and dealing to to get under that cap. Though they have to do. They have but to. That, but that's they coming, have to though. make some hard decisions. This is one of those times when you are a negative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to make some hard decisions. You yeah. have to do things because cap management in the NFL is hyper important. Is Forte done? Forte's still playing still good, good. and they they well, running them into the ground too. Yeah. They gonna make him done because yeah. they trying to kill him. Yeah. So with with the with the high pick though, I mean, what? what yeah. Who what do you address? First? What do you, yeah. What do you what are you addressing hey, with the high pick? Knock the quarter, we can knock the the quarterback, but you know, the, like you said, that the defense has been terrible. Um, it's like a they've been soft ever since <laughs> AJ Green See? came through and, and crushed the building. <laughs> <laughs> I think you then I think you hit the nail on the head, Kevin. I think that they have to address the secondary, secondary and look yes, at yeah. and look at an elite an elite corner in the secondary. Because their front is good. Yeah, their front is good. They're even just, without even without Sheldon Richardson, if they move him, you know, with Muhammad Wilkerson, Leonard Big Cat Williams, yeah. fight on, baby. Yeah, uh, they've got talent up but front. No, no pun intended with this, but like they aren't. You can't pick them from. You can't. They're not hanging from trees. You can't pick them like yeah. elite quarters. They're not just popping out the ground. Yeah. I think that's what no. they. I, I agree. I think that's what they look to address those as secondary because I think that's that's where the weakness well, is. You got a free safety. <laughs> actually, <laughs> or strong maybe. Actually. You, if you want fans, you want fans. You in New York, you want people to come into the seats. You look to address a quarterback. If you want, if you really are they've been looking for a long time, yeah, they're, yeah but they I, have a high draft pick. The, yeah, but the fans, I think the fans are burnt out. Like Your I said, Bryce Petty, Bryce Petty, Christian Hackenberg, where this is, they took Geno Smith, so they're going to let Geno Smith walk because he's a free agent. You took Petty Hackenberg. I think if you were to take a quarterback. I think as a as a front office, you're then signing your own death warrant unless you hit and. You know, you just, I think you got to hope at three and seven, you got six games left. Listen, they started Bryce Petty last week. And again, they'll be in the Romo sweepstakes. They will be in the Romo sweepstakes. They're going to end up with Case Keenum starting next year. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'd take who they have now over Case Keenum. See? He's the worst quarterback in the league statistically. Like, mm-hmm. who, no. And then he's talking about, I'm surprised that golf is starting. We'll talk about the Rams later. Okay, sorry. Um, so then, the next team we want to get to is the uh, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> um, and and here's why they're on our list. They're on our list because even if they won six in a row, <laughs> they'd be six and ten. <laughs> um, they have forty eight million as of now. They have and they're in a, listen. They are in the best possible situation you could be in at zero and ten. They're scheduled to have at a minimum fifty million dollars in cap space. They have the most draft picks in the next draft. I believe the number is 14. They got 14 picks, including four in the first two rounds. Um, they've got a Hall of Fame left tackle that isn't that old, and they have a man-child at receiver. Okay, uh, and they have a and they have a, a, a respectable coach. Like who's the man-child? Is that Josh Gordon? Terrell. <laughs> well, actually, Terrell. Terrell. Terrell's a, a free agent. Seventeen. So well, they got they got they got they got money to pay for them, yeah, and so right. I'll start with you. Yeah. Because again, they got fifty million in cap space. So I guess the question I want to ask, because I think we're all on board with Hugh Jackson. I think mean, he's he's listen. If they, you know, they're they're losing games now, right? Because they're tired of losing, and it's just they're getting their ass beat, and that's just what happens. But he's got something there. They just are bereft of talent. 
But let me ask you, Devin. Okay, mm-hmm. they got f- almost fifty million in cap space. What are you spending your money on? And then what are you focusing on in the draft if you're Cleveland? Okay, so I think you have to sign Terrell, and you have to sign Jamie Collins. Okay, because they're both free agents. So you got a so you got a left tackle. You got an you got an elite defensive rusher in Jamie Collins. Somebody can be a uh, um, franchise. Franchise. Okay. One of them. You don't have to sign both. So and you mentioned Joe Thomas, the yeah. you know potential Hall of Famer. My question is, okay, so you sign him or do you flip him? Left tackles don't come around. Yeah, I mean, he's right, a base. I mean, they, I, I mean but, if they wanted to flip him, they could have flipped him out and got whatever they really wanted for him. Because l- believe me, 14 you know, picks. There are a lot of te- believe me. There are a lot of teams right now that yeah. if you knocked on their door and said Joe Thomas is available, they'd say, "What do you want?" Yeah. Hand up. There's yeah. a hand up over <laughs> yeah. there. No, I, a- I know, but like, what, what do you think that they could get for someone like that? Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, everything, I, right? Yeah. So just pile on. I mean, they're young. We we don't have any expectations for them. We're going to give them enough time to grow. Mm-hmm. They have 14 picks. Say they get three or four out of that deal. They're looking at 18 picks over the next couple of years. That's so, a lot of draft picks to build. So now here's around. the thing, because Kevin brought this up, brought this up a couple of weeks ago, just on our kind of our side chat. Um, they got 14 picks this year. They had 14 picks in this past yeah. draft, and none of those picks, with the exception of maybe Corey Coleman, is yeah. even helping the team right now. So, and it's it's like uh, we 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 print out this sheet of, of how the show is supposed to go every week. And it's perfect because next to the Browns, participants says everyone. Because that's what they need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need, like, it's they almost. They need to in, look at all 53. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it does. They could, they could, clo- they could blindfold the GM, spin him around, year, by the way, too. and make yeah. him spit. He's going to hit a player they need. So, Kevin, what are they spending their money on then? They got 50 million. Devin is saying give some money to Terrell Pryor. Okay. But what else? Are, what? You gotta, you, you gotta. There's some pieces you gotta put in place here. Where are we spending this money? I believe we've talked this long about the Cleveland Browns and not mentioned that they have like seven dudes on their roster as their quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> including you know, you know the saying, You know the saying: If you got two quarterbacks, you, you don't got have quarterback. And I don't think any of these guys are the answer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, they've shown flashes, but you mean to tell me we're good, like, all right, we're gonna keep Joe Thomas to protect Cody Kessler, like? To me, again, it's, it's kind of the same issue with the Browns. I, and they've dra- it's like they've drafted a new quarterback, or they pick up a new quarterback every year. So, hey, I, I feel like they've done all they could at that position. They might have to just win despite not having a quarterback. Well, one thing I can say about one thing I can say about Hugh is he has the right mentality. He understands that he needs a quarterback, uh, but he's not going to waste a lot of time. So mm-hmm. he's like. No, nah, he's not the guy. And that's why he was so adamant about pay- playing Cody Kessler. Or he's like, because I need to see. I need to know if it's him and if it's not him, we need, we need to move through. You got to have a quarterback somewhere. So, yeah. you know, and we know that, I mean, the only viable free agent at quarterback will be Kirk Cousins. And yeah. is Kirk Cousins, are you going to spend money on Kirk Cousins? And he'll probably get resigned. No, he, he's getting, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's coming back to, to Landover, Maryland. He's not leaving. So. <laughs> I, that's an option. But as far as, as them spending that money, they can have all the young talent they need. If you're going to be a winning team, you need to couple the young talent with some veteran leadership. And I think the tough thing for Cleveland is that no key veteran wants to spend their final years playing there. In Cleveland. So yeah. they got to break out the pocketbook. And, and, and aside, spend from, aside from Joe Thomas, like they have they don't have 
that much on the line. I mean, they have uh, may, what one other starting guard that's that's going to be uh, under contract. Yeah. Um, or do you, or he's a free agent? Do you sign him? I mean, uh, what's his name? Pastor. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of good offensive linemen that's going to be free agents mm-hmm. in 2017. Seattle didn't want any. Armstead, of them. Schrader, Glenn, Zettler, DeCastro, like right. all those guys are going to be free agents. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was saying like. So you're proposing start there. At you, the line. You got to start in the trenches. I mean, that's what Dallas did. Yeah. Look what look what Dallas is now. Well, it's funny. Dallas and the Raiders, and, and we'll, we'll make this point, and then we'll, we'll go on to uh, acknowledge who our Brexit book bag award winner is. But it's funny. You're right in that you got to look at the trenches, particularly the offensive line. And in Dallas and in the Raiders, you have two different approaches. You had Dallas that drafted, drafted. Yeah. and then you had Oakland that spent the money. Yep, and but both teams are at the top of the NFL in terms of offensive line protection. So I think you're hitting on something there where you're saying, you know, maybe they look at the line. Um, before we we go into the further teams, want to take this opportunity. It is that time again to uh, award the Brexit boot bag winner for this week, um, and it is Mr. Alshon. Jeffrey. Devin, tell us why we gave the award to Mr. Jeffrey. Hello, Alshon. That's my, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's where I stop. So, where do we begin, Mr. Jeffrey? Never so started. Yeah. So, he's been suspended for four games for violating the performance-enhancing device policy. Um, he claims that he took a, a, a recommended supplement to battle inflammation. As so do, do they all. Yes. <laughs> Um, it happened to contain a uh, banned uh, in, uh, substance in one of the ingredients on um, on this supplement, and it sucks in so many different ways. So the Bears are shorthanded, <laughs> and he's one of their top players, and he's just leaving these guys out to dry. I mean, Kevin White's out, done. Most importantly, this was a contract year. He could have uh, what he he could have been a free agent last year, but he signed. Um, you got a franchise, got franchise, franchise tag, tag. Yep. to come out this year. And he would have been the number one wide receiver free agent. He still is. Yeah, I about to say he still is. Yes, he might very well be. It's free but agency. his pocket's going to be light because they're not going to give him. He's not going to have much leeway on the table to, you know, bargain because of this sort of scandal. Um, his coach has come out and said, we, we tell veterans 400 times to be aware of PEDs. Uh, his players around him aren't happy because they know that it gets talked about a lot. People are not giving him any sympathy with this. Uh, one of his uh, players was co- quoted saying, like, if you stop at a gas station and you buy a protein bar, <laughs> you got to check it to see what's in it because you can get popped for that. So everybody's aware. So come on now. I mean, what I believe is it was a contract year. Yeah. Simple and, as that. And, and he guess, got caught. Guess whose fr- um, fantasy team he was on? Mm. <laughs> Yours <laughs> Correct <laughs> Not and, I said the cat And on that note Let's give a golf clap For Mr. Alshon Jeffrey Pockets gonna be lighter <laughs> Alright Let's get back to uh, Prescribing our, uh, our 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 cures For these sorry ass NFL teams we'll, Next is the uh, The San Francisco 49ers Damn, We'll attack Worse and worse We'll attack that as a group And Uh the reason why the 49ers are on this list is because if they won six in a row, they'd still be seven and nine for the season. Uh, not quite in as good of a situation as Cleveland, but pretty close. They got about 45 million available in cap space. 
Um, towards the end of the draft, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh round, they have two picks each in those rounds, plus their, their early round picks. Um, the question I'll put out there to get started, and I'll start with you, Les, is uh, one, is Chip Kelly, is, is he part of the problem, or will he be part of the solution? I say Chip Kelly doesn't have enough talent. I okay. mean, I don't even know if he could help them or not, but he just doesn't have the talent. It's not there. Um, you give Chip just the coaching, not the GM, he probably could help them turn around. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, they just have no talent. I mean, it's, you can't win in this league with no talent. With no talent. My, so My question about Chip, though, is does he deter free agents or does he, you know, do they want to come because of him? I mean, because we all saw that, that first movie in Philly. And that didn't end well for anybody. My theory is is that my well, my theory is is that I think this is a humbling. I've been I've, I've been on record of saying this. I think this season is a humbling experience for him, and I think he's realizing and is going to realize by the end of it when he's one in fifteen <laughs> that you do need talent. You, you hope, yeah. You can't you can't you know because he had talent in Philadelphia. He ran it off, and so to your point, you're like, well, will players want to mess with that? I think this is the this is the situation where he realizes you can't run off talent. You need it in order to compete. I don't care what your system is. And so the thought would be, if you're the 49ers, you would hope that he learned that lesson and then they could yeah. move forward. And so then my question would be, Omar, what are you spending that $45 million on? Is it the defense or do you spend the money on the offense? You spend it on a campaign to get free agents to... to, to actually believe that Chip Kelly is the guy you want to come play for. Yeah. Because that's deep. No, he didn't say spend it on the players. He said spend yeah. it on the campaign. Because <laughs> <laughs> because none of these players forgot everybody all they talked about was what he did in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean but by he, the time he left he was he was labeled a racist. By the mm-hmm. time he left he was labeled a tyrant and he didn't win. I mean and then he 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 Ran off the talent. So you left them in a worse position than they should be in. And you didn't win. And you were labeled as a certain type of person. So until he proves that to you have players, uh, he is right now, he's Byron Scott. He has a complexion for the protection. (laughs) How did he get that job in the first place? That was the problem. Uh, That's what I wonder. How did he get that job? He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have got it. But then again, who had it before him? Uh, Ron Jeremy had it before him. And I think the porn star, if your porn star was your coach before. (laughs) Hey, they're running rampant in the NFL right now. (laughs) Uh, What's up, boy? High Giants. Giants. (laughs) McAdoo. Yeah, McAdoo. Still got the porn stash. Kevin, you got anybody in mind that that would help them uh, in terms of talent that's going to be a free agent or available that would help the San Francisco 49ers? Anyone who is over six feet tall and 200 pounds can help. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Les said, they're lacking so much talent. When you go out out and spend, and I I love the guy to death, when you you pay Torrey Smith $40 million to run one route. Lord have mercy. The Rickon Stark special. (laughs) (laughs) Go go straight. That's it. (laughs) I I mean, I think when you you spend that amount of money for, for, for lack of talent, and then you have a you take half the season to figure out who your quarterback is. No one guy's going to fix this. This is a like a three to five year rebuilding process. They have sixteen Easy. free agents on the roster, but now, and only th- one of them is like. Worth but here's the anything. thing, though: when we watch Hugh Jackson coach, we look at it like this man can coach. 
I can see free agents wanting to come because they know it can get better. I don't. When I look at what he's doing, I don't see his lack of talent as the reason why they're losing. I see they just losing because he didn't. It's just I don't <laughs> it's a combination. See, yeah, but I don't <laughs> see them getting better. But Omar, if you can't name, and we're gonna move on to the Bills, but if you can't name five starters for a team, and I don't think you can name five starters for the 49ers right now. Oh, no, I wouldn't even. They only have one QB on the roster in 2017. And guess who that is? Mr. Kaepernick. Okay, real quick, and then we'll move to Omar with the Bills, who they're on this list because they're third in the East at four and five, and they still have the Bengals, the Raiders, and the Steelers on their schedule, so they're not making the playoffs. And and we'll get Omar to the Bills. Devin, real quick. Do you bring Colin Kaepernick back if you're the Niners? And Chip Kelly in particular. He's a fit for the well, system. Had a good game last well, week. Well, he's already on the roster, so he's there. They could cut him, though. They yeah. could cut him. Sorry, Cap. Wow. Yeah, he's out of there. You think he's gone? <laughs> huh? What'd you say, uh, Kev? I said, damn. <laughs> Omar, <laughs> give me a cure for the Bills. One of the problems that the Bills have is is a bad problem to have is when you are middle of the road. When you are one of those teams that's constantly middle of the road, you either have to get lucky, get a good get a good coach, get a good good player, or you have to start over. There's no you can't stay middle of the road. And they are real middle of the road. Part of the problem is they have a head coach who, in my opinion, is the best defensive coordinator you can get. <laughs> so do you let him go? Oh, yeah. I, but that's because I've always felt that way. I don't feel like he should be a head coach. It's his. He did something amazing as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be a head coach. Okay. We, you know, we've had that conversation many times. Some people are not meant to be head coaches. Okay. The problem is mentally he thinks he's a head coach, so he probably won't take a defensive coordinator job. At least I don't think he will. There's a reason why he wasn't the Ravens head coach. Because he yep. shouldn't be. Yeah. Ozzie knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> and Ozzie we trust. Go ahead. I, I understand. Um, so that's one to me. You start over with that. I mean, mm-hmm. the man brought in his brother who proved <laughs> he stayed giving up. The There's sex. a reason why the White House has nepotism laws. <laughs> you should not be able, you cannot hire family. Oh, I'm trying so hard not to fall into that right now. <laughs> Keep going, Omar, please. <laughs> Tried to suck you in a little bit. Pause. So it's, it's. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, you didn't have to say it. <laughs> Oh God! Um, but it's <laughs> let's move it along. Sammy Watkins. No, 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 no. We... Let me let me finish. They both suck. So those they need yes. to go. Okay. So and then another thing, they have twenty four free agents. But the uh, the the biggest thing to me with the with the Bills is is uh, skill positions. They need wide receivers. I was getting ready to ask you. So do you? Okay, Sammy Watkins. This is three. Man. This is three years, right? It's three. Yeah. Okay, it's three years. He's been hurt every fucking year. Okay, are you are you sound heartfelt? Are you yeah, he sound did. like he his fantasy team yeah. a couple times? <laughs> yes. Hey, at least twice. Okay, are you cutting a cord from him? Because LaShawn McCoy, he's there. 
He's he's there. He's good. He's been playing good. Uh, Tyrod he's Taylor. A, he's you know, the number four running back in the league right now. Yeah, Tyrod Tyrod Taylor. You know, I could take him or leave him. Whatever. But yes, at that outside, you got a bunch of midget receivers. Robert and you got, Woods, and then free you agent. Fight on. He's a free agent. <laughs> fight on. He's a midget he's receiver. Number one receiver right now. But, mm. And low key, Robert Woods. This shows you how bad their their skill positions have be has been. He's the number fifteenth all time. Damn. Wide receiver for the Bills. That's scary. Yes. But what do we do with Sammy Watkins? You cut him. Okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, you, you dig a him. hole. <laughs> oh, God. You can't cut him. Was it four years in the rookie? What do you mean? He got he's got he's got yeah. one more year to his dead money. He got at least money. one more year. So it'll be dead money. You just no, don't no, 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 no. But for oh, you make him a a, a um, assistant coach then because he has <laughs> he has you will get more for your money for making him an assistant coach than you will if you want him to come and get hurt again. And now you're trying to sign wide receivers. And this is why Omar is on the show. For sure. He said you make him assistant. Damn. A 23-year-old assistant. For real. That that runs a 4-3 on a bad foot. And he can show them wide receivers how not to get hurt. Because he keeps getting hurt. Hey, somewhere Coach Joe like, Omar, shut the fuck up. Fucking up my money. <laughs> he said, "Make him an assistant." I mean, coach. come on, man. This—he's stealing money. He—he he is stealing money. So, a new coach, skill position, particularly at the wide receiver spot. Are you okay with their defense? The defense is again middle of the road. If they're ranked 14 right now. They're closer to good than they are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the cornerback name? He's a free agent. Stephen Gilmore. Stephen Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. He's probably going to be their most expensive player. They're probably going to have to pay him like $12, 13000000 million. Um, but they have right now $50 million. If the cap goes up, they they can get up to $65, 70000000 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in a good position. They can spend money. They can go. I mean, but the problem is wide receivers, It's a, this year sucks. You got Alshon Jeffrey. You have Stephen Jackson. Uh, not Stephen Jackson. Uh, Vincent Jackson. Um, He's old. Yeah, you got what's uh, Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the kid name out of uh, Oh Pierre Garcon? Hold on, Deshaun Jackson stay hurt just as much as I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the free agents. Somebody, the wide receiver uh, free agent year. It sucks this year. Somebody tried to trade me Deshaun Jackson today. <laughs> <laughs> so on that on that note on that note uh, whatever do you mean <laughs> I, I have the Jags they're two and seven that's why they're out of it point blank period they're really out of it because their coach is walking the Green Mile currently Kenyon Kenyon let me say something real fast please something please. real fast real please fast. real fast it is it is Terrence Pagula's fault that uh. Uh, our president is who he is right now. Okay. <laughs> so, Terrence Pagula is the owner of the Bills. He outbid Donald Trump uh, for the Bills. He did though. Yeah. Donald Trump would not be would have not have ran for president if he was the owner of, of the, the Bills. Bills. Who knows? Wow. Maybe. Terrence Pagula. Fuck you. What would you what'd you say, Kevin? I said that's crazy. I, hey, you know it's funny though. Omar had that highlighted at the end of his notes. Like, look, I all that shit. <laughs> that's why I, I interrupted. I'm I'm saying no. I'm John Cutter and everybody to get this shit out. Oh. But I, I had a legit question for you. Yes. Uh, with regards to the Jags, are they the most disappointing team in the NFL this year? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And well, I mean, you got Carolina too, but we. 
Yeah, but no, Jacksonville. I, Jacksonville is because it, it was two teams at the beginning of the season. The Raiders and Jacksonville had all the hype. The mm-hmm. Raiders did it. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville didn't. But here's how we're going to turn it around real fast. You're going to turn it around by going back to the past. <laughs> okay? Tom Coughlin. Because we know Gus Bradley's on the green mile. Tom Coughlin. Get in Tom Coughlin. Your offensive coordinator you're going to bring in is going to be North Turner, right? Here's the key. Your defensive coordinator is going to be Jim Schwartz. Now, Jim Schwartz is currently the D coordinator in Philadelphia, having a great time in Philadelphia. But you're going to be able to pull him because you're going to say, listen, in three years, you're going to be the head coach. You bring in North to help you to evaluate Blake Bortles, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, they, they're 2-7. and seven. They're going to have a top five pick. Jabril Peppers... Because the, the, your key free agent that you have is Tayshawn Gibson, I believe is his name. You're going to bring in Jabril Preppers. I mean, not, not Tayshawn Gibson, Jonathan Cyprian. Sorry, Jonathan Cyprian is your free agent. You let Jonathan walk. You draft Jabril Peppers, the strong safety out of Michigan. Okay, He backfills his spot. You have $40 million in cap space. You are going to go and prostitute yourself for Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell. You're going to prostitute yourself for Le'Veon Bell. You bring in Coughlin, North Turner to run the offense, to evaluate Blake Bortles, Jim Schwartz on the promise that he's it's his job in three mm-hmm. years. You go and get Le'Veon Bell, go and bring in Jabril Peppers. All of a sudden, London, you got your team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did y'all hear the conversation between Gruden and, um, we did. and Coughlin? Yes. Yes, we did. And mm. we're trying to figure out where is Gruden going. I know where <laughs> Coughlin's going. <laughs> yeah. I just told you. But where is Gruden going? Yeah, because he just let the cat out the bag. He, he sure as hell did. He sure did. Is he going yeah. to Buffalo? Jesus no, he Christ. going somewhere where it's sexy. San Diego, maybe. But we'll figure it out. Yeah. Les, you got the Rams. How do you fix them? The Rams are here. They're four and five. Yes, we know. <laughs> They're third in the West, and only one team is getting in out of the NFC West, probably Seattle. Okay. Is he going to the Rams? The biggest thing is, is that they are starting over at quarterback officially this Sunday. Okay? That was the first point in the road back. You got to see what you have with golf. Yeah. Um, that's really, I mean, I don't even know why Case Keenan was starting. Um, <laughs> we know why. No. We know why. Yeah. But uh, golf was trash. <laughs> so was Case Keenan. So was Case Keenan. Um, Keenan is Je- the worst trash. <laughs> Jeff Fisher, it's time to go. Yes. It's time to go. This will be his fifth year without a winning record. I'm going to go ahead and oh, say. Excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and say he will not have a winning record this year. You got an idea for a coach? Kyle Shanahan, the OC from the Atlanta Falcons. From the Atlanta Falcons? The reason I chose him is because he was a QB coach out there in Washington when he worked with RG3 when he had that one good year. Right. Then he worked with Kirk Cousins, made him work. So for Jared Goff. Exactly. Bring him in for Jared Goff. Let them grow together. Okay. Young coach, young um, quarterback. Um, they don't have much money. I think they have their just. It was like $6 million. They ain't got no money. Exactly. It's all um, on defense. That's why. And Kenny Britt. And the thing about this, Kenny Britt's a uh, free agent. Okay. So you have to sign Kenny Britt back or you bring in Alshon Jeffrey because you need wide receiver help. They don't have the money. They can get him on the they, cheap. They can get, they can get him on the cheap. <laughs> Not for and, $6 million. But, and they yeah. also, they yeah, also right. can restructure contracts because that's what the NFL does. They can does. restructure contracts. Yeah. You got, you know, they could let Case walk. They could even let Sean yeah. Mannion My walk. point is there are yeah. teams with too much money to... It all, it all, they, I also said they should try to see what they can get, uh, what it takes to get Josh Gordon. 
Mm. Oh, he's out there. That's what you can get for the cheap. Exactly. You can get him for the cheap, bring him in, and... And then finally put Tavon in the slot where he belongs. Exactly, where he belongs. And the thing about it is, somebody also got a lot of fire under uh, Todd Gurley's ass. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you, Les. We talked about it at the beginning of the season, of our show. It it might be an L.A. thing. Let's just... And, and, And I agree with that. But... But is it Todd Gurley or is it that O-line, though? The O-line is bad, but isn't Denver's O-line bad? Isn't it the quarterback you, you don't well, have to worry about him, so you put 14 in a box? But oh, See what I'm saying? Okay, so How this, many years this, did, this did, is the did thing. Minnesota have to worry about that? But this is the thing, though. <laughs> but yeah, he, but Touche. To me, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Benny Cunningham? Yeah. Six yeah. carries, 40 yards. Yep. Um, Todd Gurley, 21 carries, 64 yards. Mm-hmm. They running behind the same line. So I, it's he doesn't look like he's running hard. For those of you that struggle line. with math, that's a seven yard per carry average for Benny Cunningham, and then it's like a two <laughs> yard. So and and that's the thing, you know. Last year they he they sure made a lot of commercials for real. Last year they said, you know, he was in the facility every day because he was rehabbing that knee surgery. Yeah. This you last summer, prove. last summer he was moving to L.A. doing Carl's Junior commercials. <laughs> And stuff like that. So he Getting don't introduced have that. To exactly. He was a print star because every time I looked up in the magazine, he was in something. Every time I turned on the, the computer, he was on something. He, he was out here in that LA lifestyle. He literally, not he literally has not had a game over eighty-five yards since week fourteen of last season. Mm. So y'all are really putting the Todd Gurley because that's for me in my mind at least. I think that's the big thing with the Rams is what's wrong with Todd Gurley. And you guys are you guys are all in on it's 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 the his, LA life. His his line is bad, but if Cunningham can run behind it, he can. Run I mean, they're start it. they're literally starting to split the snaps. Kevin, the are you a. buying it? Well, I was actually I, I wanted to ask Les though is is if we're gonna blame Jeff Fisher or, or you know give him the sack is is it his fault? Is that lack of production his fault or the fact that he was just giving broken parts? Well, I mean, it's only so much you can it's do. Been, it's practice. been five. It's been five. This is the fifth year. And like I said in, in the show, eleven or twelve. If you don't win a Super Bowl by week five, I mean by year five, it most likely won't happen. And I asked we're talking about winning. We're talking about they haven't even had a winning record, record yeah. the whole right. time. It's and time I, to go. I asked the question if if it was him and Sneed who picked golf because I used to I tried to defend him like, hey, Sneed picked golf. But not nah, Fisher. Fisher. Fisher I t- was. I told in you on guys. It. Fisher. Like, to Fisher me, saw saw stars during the daytime <laughs> when he saw golf throw, and he thought he was he was he was the next best thing. Yeah, exactly. So if you mm-hmm. if you are you have four years before this year, <laughs> and then you known this is big for the organization. We're coming back to L.A. We need to win. This is L.A. We need to win, and then you slide backwards even more. Okay. Do you? Do you guys think with 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 golf starting that that'll help the Rams moving forward to avoid the seven and nine bullshit? I mean, at four and five, but can him we, starting really change things? We don't even know what golf is. Yeah, I, like, I, I'm let the evidence the evidence suggest. Let me get my uh, like <laughs> my like my, uh, my litigious uh, uh, energy going. The evidence suggests that he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that it does because he didn't beat out Case Keenum. Uh, again, they're four and five. They they did start out three and one, but they are now one and four in their last five games. They lost to the 49ers. So I I don't think in their he's, last win they won without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think he's any good. And I think that now 
this is the move here and why you start golf now is because there's still seven games left. And so you can use as your excuse, well, we're trying to evaluate the young guy. And that's mm-hmm. why you brought him in. Because otherwise, to be honest with you, it doesn't actually make sense that you're starting golf right now. Yeah. You are four and five. I mean, you're not going to make the playoffs, but still. You're four and five. So theoretically, you could get on a run and do some things, but, but to bring in golf right now, it's about job protection at this point. You're trying I, to. Save I don't even job. think it's about job protection. I think it was mandated to him. You need to start him. We 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 did all this stardom. Case Keenum is the worst quarterback in the league. You start him, young man. You need to start him. <laughs> That's the conversation mm-hmm. that was had. Devo, you had the Chargers. They're four and six. Yeah. And the reason why they are on this list, they're on this list for two reasons. Number one, they're in last place in the best division in football. And then number two, because I believe that Philip Rivers is on the take. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he got too many kids. He's thrown. <laughs> he threw. If anytime you throw four interceptions in the fourth quarter of a game that you need to win, you're on the take. Or so that's why you're on the time to go home. <laughs> Let's hurry this up. Give me. Give me. <laughs> Let's hurry this hey, up. The, I gotta, baby, yeah. hey, the babies are crying. Yeah, he got about nine kids. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So with them, I mean, they, they have not. They don't have that much cap space. Um, they have about twelve free agents that they on, on their team for 2017. Mm-hmm. Only six of them are worth any 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 good. Okay. Uh, four starters, and one of them's a long snapper. Um, <laughs> so you got. Te, uh, Manti Teo, uh, Jahil um, Aday, the strong safety, and Melvin Ingram. Now, they need to sign him because he's their, their sack leader, and he has a third of their sacks because they only have 19. He has, he has six, so just about a third. Yep. Problem is he makes about $2.1 million now. When he hits the market, he's going to be worth about 11.8. So do you just sign him and say fuck it to everything else, or do you not sign him like they always do because they're cheap as shit? Right. Um, they need to show up their O-line. Um, they need to do some things on defense. They're 17th in sacks. They have seven picks in this next uh, upcoming draft. They need wide receivers. We all know that Mr. Um, Keenan Allen. Allen can't stay healthy, but he's a beast when he's there. So it's the same, that is it. It's the same question I asked Omar with Sammy Watkins. What do you – I mean, but they, they – Keenan Allen's, Keenan yeah. Allen's under contract, though, right? He's gotten paid. Yeah, yes. He, he's, 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 he's paid. He's, he's under contract. But he's had way more production than Sammy Watkins. Yeah. So it's but almost this like – this is now two years in a row. This is two years, and in in this injury was no contact, right? No contact, ACL. Yeah. So which brings me to one of my big points that I wanted to uh, bring up. I know we're running short here, but they have got to move on from their training staff. <laughs> Let, last, last year they had tight ends playing tackle yeah because they were hurt I mean like we all get to see a lot of charger games because it, until this year they were close they were always on the late game mm-hmm. every game three or four linemen getting hurt yeah their training staff has been with them for a long time they were voted the best training staff in 2009 mm-hmm. my dude it's six years seven years later <laughs> And it ain't working. It ain't working. They've been hanging out at the gas lamp district. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, funny. And I mean, the ownership is that's cheap. Really good. It's gonna it's gonna be hard to get free agents in there because they know the ownership is cheap and their their um, playing situation, their their living conditions. Yeah, it makes it worse that they word. can't get a new stadium. They, they don't know where they're gonna be. Yeah, they're gypsies. Yeah, they're gypsy status. So how, how do you get free agents to come to that? Interesting. 
Well, that concludes our our, our our piece about the teams that are in trouble and what the prescriptions are. We've got we've got everything from making a 23-year-old wide receiver an assistant coach <laughs> to firing the training staff. This is classic league ambassador style. Um, before we get out of here, we want to discuss a couple of games and then and then give our fantasy predictions. Um, we've got. Wait, are we not going to do? A... We'll do the bad name roster next week. We'll, we'll figure right, it next week. All right. um, we've got uh, Baltimore and Dallas, and really a lot of the games they're like some weird games because the NFL yeah. and I think Kevin in his wonderful game day decrees has pointed out that you've got fifteen teams that are. At 500 or one game below. So a lot of the games are like middle of the road. But the two games we spotlighted are Baltimore versus Dallas, um, because I think that's actually the best game this weekend. Um, and then we have Philadelphia versus Seattle. So Baltimore versus Dallas, we've got O-line versus the D-line. We've got mm-hmm. the best defense in football, which yeah, I'm sure the Baltimore boys are proud of. Whatever. Uh, versus Whatever. versus uh, you know the Dallas Cowboys, who are third in offense. They're first in rushing. Baltimore's first in total D. They're first in rushing D. They're fifth in passing D. And so the question I want to ask you, Devin and Kevin, give me one person each, is defensively, who do we need to watch for on the Baltimore side? You want me to we'll go? start with you, Devin. Uh, Brandon Williams. <laughs> He said it like he was snitching on somebody. <laughs> who did it? Brandon. And if y'all who don't know who that is, that is our nose tackle. And yeah. he is a monster. Really? And he's also allowed who to eat, Kev? Everyone. More specifically <laughs> to his left. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, Timmy Jernigan. Timmy Jernigan. So it's up front. So it's really up front. So mm-hmm. that's what you guys are going to be watching for is the, is the ooh, matchup ooh, up front. Ooh, I know. I know. What? The answer is Zeke. Yeah, we don't give up rushing yards, yeah. B. Okay. We'll okay. see. We'll see. We, and and we, that's where the game, and Green, that's where the game the same is. Thing. Green Bay ain't been the same thing. Green it's Bay true. ain't us, though. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, okay. We don't need to relax. That's going to so, be. Okay. Let, let's, talk about, at, let's talk about this. Everybody's already, already written us off. It's going to come down to the trenches. I think it's going to be a close game. I think we can win. I know everybody else except for the Baltimore people picked them. That, the Dallas Cowboys have beat 31 teams in the NFL. Do you know who they have not beat? The Sunday? Baltimore Ravens. Nope, 0-4. And the last time we was in Dallas, we closed that fucking stadium. Yes, so sir. Eat yeah. a dick. Come holler at us. Y'all beat Dakota? <laughs> oh, God. I, hey, I, I do have a little... Listen, I, of course, I'm going with my boys, but I feel like I can bring a little bit of perspective to, to the conversation. Because um, you're I a think millennial. Because you're a homer. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys haven't played a division winner. Their, their collective uh, winning percentage is 369. They haven't played a division winner yet. Devin's fired up and ready to go, Kevin. Go. Now, I was going to say was if, if the Ravens can limit Ezekiel Elliott, which is possible, it'll be tough, but it's possible. I think the key is if Dallas relies on Prescott, can he throw the ball 35, 40 plus times and be successful? If you look at his stat line for the season, he's only thrown 40, well, 40 more passes once this season at 55 percent uh, completion percentage, no touchdowns. And that was in their only loss. And we're second in the league in picks. That? It was it was week one. Yes, it was week, week one. one. Hmm. I, they I, haven't I, lost I, since, right? They they haven't, but I think the formula okay. for them is to is if you can make them one dimensional, force Prescott or any quarterback in this league to throw the ball more than they're comfortable. I think you have a shot. But the key the reason why the, they the lost. I'm sorry. The, the, the most important matchup in this game, though, is the Ravens' subpar offense against the suspect Cowboys' defense. Yep. I, I think, think if the Ravens can score, then that's the X factor. 
I I can agree with that. It's going to be a low scoring game. I think it will be, and it's and it, it'll probably come down to who gets the ball last, who scores last. Well, something must give is what I know. That's definitely the something must give game. Uh, the second game we had is Philadelphia versus Seattle. Mm. Um, I and honestly, the reason why I, I point I wanted to point this game out is because no one's talking about this, but Seattle's offensive line is sketchy as fuck. Nine that, million. That's generous. Kid. Nine. <laughs> no, for real. That's generous. Nine million is how much money they've spent on their O line. Their starting left tackle is Mr. George Fant. Okay, he was a college basketball player. Didn't he played a little bit of football in college? The last time he actively played football was eighth grade, and this is their starting left tackle. Now, granted, okay, they played well against New England on Sunday, but I think that that says more. And we can talk about this in a different show. Yep. That says more about New England's front seven defense mm-hmm. than it does about Seattle's old line. I picked Seattle, and we all picked Seattle. Obviously, Skinny is the only one that picked Philadelphia. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's a turning point in this matchup because that O-line is atrocious. And Eagles' D-line is nice. And their D-line, exactly. Against exactly. the pass. Exactly. Exactly. Which they got to do because they can't run. They can't run the ball. Because your favorite player is gone now, right? Christine Michael is bye-bye. <laughs> He's gone bye-bye. <laughs> Somebody picked him up. Uh, okay, we're about to get out of here. Uh, Omar, who are your fantasy recommendations? Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> with them all because <laughs> they're playing Cleveland all and right. I mean the big three I'm taking all <laughs> every last one of them it's like I'm not even playing I definitely have Le'Veon Bell I also have Aaron Rodgers in a rebound game going against the Redskins and then Mr. Allen Robinson uh, Les who you got as your fantasy recommendations I have Matt Stafford against Jacksonville Le'Veon oh. Bell and Odell Beckham hey uh, quick prayers up for Luke Keekley. he took a, a vicious head hit and got carted off Ooh, oh, yikes alright Kev who you got I got Captain Kirk Cousins against the Packers, LeGarrette Blunt against Kenyon's 49ers, <laughs> T.Y. Hilton That's against evil. the Tennessee Titans. All right, let's get the shots ready. Devin, who you got? I'm also on the Mass Stafford train. Um, I got uh, Martellus Bennett um, with Gronk being out, the black unicorn, mm-hmm. and Mr. Steve. Smith. <laughs> Uber Steve. We thank you for visiting 32 Kings Road. We'll see you next week. Follow us on social media at the League AM and uh, everywhere. Uh, Kenyon got away without wearing his bra. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Oh. Fight on. Cheerio. Cheers, mate. Dome Headgear. Shout out to Dome Headgear. TheLeagueAM.com. Check us out, baby. Go check out Kevin's decrees. They're awesome. Yes, what up, Nutso? Baltimore, let's get it! <laughs>